Welcome to Fame Undressed. I'm your host, Jack Spade. We've all heard the stories of someone hitting it big, burning out fast, making a lot of money, then blowing it on expensive cars and clothes while snorting themselves into oblivion. Who would want to hustle to become rich and famous just to lose it all? So let's talk about fame, what it takes to achieve it, grow it, and keep it while maintaining your sanity and your cash flow. So my experience with fame comes from working in the adult industry as a performer, director, producer, and agent. But together, we're going to get deep and learn tips on all things fame-related. I will share with you some of my own experiences and have intimate conversations with your favorite open-minded celebrities, influencers, adult stars, and the people behind the scenes who make the magic happen. So relax, enjoy, and take notes, because once the panties drop, there's no turning back on Fame Undressed. So tonight's episode, I'm going to call it The Shrinking Middleman. Okay. I don't know, just because it's October and I feel like it's the creepiest thing I can come up with. But we're going to throw a hashtag OnlyFans on that because we're going to get into OnlyFans a little bit. But before we do, I want to tell you guys about a phone call I got about 10 years ago. I'm sitting in the LA office of an agency that I was working at. It was kind of slow and I get a phone call from one of the well-known adults, industry attorneys. We're just talking about the good old days and how much the industry has changed. And I'll never forget what he said. He goes, Jack, I'm telling you, in a few years, there's going to be no more middlemen. And I was like, what, what is he talking about? And he's, he says, it's going to go from the person producing the content, like the model, right to the end user, the fan. Okay. And at the time, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. I, I certainly know that the industry had changed a lot. When I first started managing models, we had a list of like 300 companies we would send a, a girl's uh, pictures out to. And by that time, that was like, say, around maybe 2010, there were like 30 companies, you know? Just so much had changed. There was there were all these agencies bringing in all these models. And I mean, geez, when I first started, it was like, like I said, 300 companies, but seemed like maybe 100 models. And so there was more work than we can handle. Like I said, I could see that things were changing and it really struck me what he said. I thought about it a lot. And da da da, fast forward 2016. Here comes OnlyFans. And uh, let me me read to you a little bit about OnlyFans. It launched in 2016. The site now has 24 million registered users and is mainly used by amateur adult models. OnlyFans allows its users to be completely in control of their bodies and their incomes, and creators can decide how much they want to charge people for subscriptions. Earners can also receive tips from subscribers as well as extra money for more personalized content. 
Moreover, creators can choose to post whatever they want and are under no obligation to do things which they feel uncomfortable doing. I'll come back to that in a minute. This is huge. Okay. I've always tried to be one of the good guys in the industry. And of course, you always say the model, look, don't do anything you don't want to do. But it's not always easy. I don't know how many of you have ever been in that position to where you're working for somebody and they say, look, you got to do this or that. And you know, if you don't, you're not going to work for them again. Sure. You have a choice and your choice is like, are you going to pay your bills or do something you don't want to do? That's your choice. And you know what? Those aren't great choices. Shouldn't be that way. So I'm grateful for OnlyFans changing things. And it has a lot. And because of OnlyFans and because girls have options and ways to make money without shooting for the big studios, the studios have had to change their policies and treat the models with more respect. The power has gone back into the models' hands. And it's nice. And the douchebags and creeps that tried to take advantage of these girls, mm, there's not too many of those guys around anymore. So, anyways, just to finish this up, it is empowering to see that the people who appear in OnlyFans content are the ones who are profiting off it, making OnlyFans far more ethical than traditional adult sites where producers pressure women into signing contracts which give them no ownership over the videos they appear in. That part reads a little funny. You know, you can be a licensed agent, you go through the same process as any talent agent in California. There's no special license as an adult talent agent. It's the same. And the models do sign exclusive contracts to those companies. And the good ones are, you know, are worth it. They're helping the models build the brands. Uh, it's, it's one of the things we do at Fame Brand Management and Fame Models or licensed and bonded. But as far as ownership over the videos there, yeah, it's rough, man. All these years seeing that these models don't get any type of residual income. I never understood how it worked until I got to know some people on the mainstream side of things. A good friend of mine, he's a stunt guy, been doing it a long time and has his own crew. And he gets those checks every month from movies that he did a long time ago. And geez, it just seems like these guys and girls in these films are, are putting their lives at risk in so many ways and, you know, just putting themselves out there completely, it's fair to say. And uh, no residuals. Here's your check. Here's your 500 bucks. Thanks. That's going to be on the internet forever. I'm going to make money off of it forever. So it's nice to see that change. Anyways, um, let's keep going. Let's talk a little bit more about OnlyFans and how things have changed with coronavirus pandemic. All right. OnlyFans reported 3.5 million new signups in March, 60,000 of which were new creators. That's a 75% increase above normal. And according to Forbes, May saw 200,000 new signups daily. 
8,000 of which were new creators. Uh, it's, like I said, it's been a game changer for a lot of these models. I mean, that's one of the reasons we started doing what we do over at Fame Brand Management, helping these models with their different platforms and just kind of teaching them what to do because <laughs> it's a really difficult thing to try to shoot adult content with a six foot rule. So all these models, especially in LA, were at home freaking out and they had all heard of OnlyFans, but kind of didn't know how to get started. So I'm grateful that we've been able to to help a lot of people and I've been able to see a lot of people that I know in the industry get on there and and not only survive but thrive. So anyways, how does OnlyFans work? Well, creators set their own subscription price between $4.99 to $49.99 per month and leverage extra earnings through fees for private messages or tips from fans. Now, OnlyFans takes a 20% cut of the creator's earnings, but that's, I'm telling you now, that that's very fair. These models, they don't realize chargebacks, you know, what's all involved in the billing and whatnot. And for the money that you're going to make at that 20% cut that OnlyFans takes, it's very fair. As far as the subscription price, I'm not familiar with any models that charge $50 a month. That seems a little high, but there's models that approach this thing differently. A lot of them will charge a higher subscription price. And then when you get inside, everything's for free. Others will make it a low subscription price, right? So you can actually get in and you get some stuff and you see what's going on. And then if you want more exclusive content or to buy the whatever videos or information that they're selling, it's usually through the direct messages then you have to pay per video. So OnlyFans has definitely gone more mainstream these days. It was pretty cool. A couple of weeks ago, I was watching Saturday Night Live when Chris Rock was hosting and there was a skit on there where they talked about OnlyFans. And then Megan The Stallion, she was on there singing her song where they talked about OnlyFans. And then, of course, I'm sure a lot of you heard about Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne is a American actress, model, singer, and director. She first received recognition for her roles in a role as Margot Darling in the series Dirty Sexy Money and as Ruthie Spivey in the drama series My Own Worst Enemy. She's also known for Shake It Up in 2010 and The Duff in 2015, Blended in 2014. Anyways, so Bella Thorne decides that she's going to start an OnlyFans. And when people hear that, automatically they're thinking, oh, we're going to get to see her naked. I don't know if that happened, but I can tell you that she supposedly made $1 million in the first 24 hours. And in the first week made like 2 or $3 million. So go Bella Thorne, right? And a little bit about that, the OnlyFans has already was already pretty popular in the adult entertainment industry. The release of Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce's Savage Remix, which mentions the site, thrust it into the mainstream. And again, also amid quarantine and the coronavirus pandemic, celebrities like Cardi B, reality TV stars, and influencers have been launching OnlyFans accounts to keep their bank accounts flush. 
So I don't know. A lot of uh, the girls on OnlyFans, the adult actresses and sex workers, they got really upset and they do get upset when these mainstream celebrities come in and, and uh, swoop up a bunch of money like that. But I don't know. I, I see both sides of it. I think I lean more to the fact that it brings attention and then brings more fans to the platform. So I think it's kind of a good thing when these celebrities do that. And in a way, maybe it makes it more socially accepted to be on OnlyFans or talk about OnlyFans. But um, let's talk about one of the challenges that models face when they first start in OnlyFans, okay? OnlyFans entrepreneurs face several challenges promoting their work because the content policies of mobile website and social media platforms restrict the sharing of not safe for work content. The architecture of OnlyFans website also presents challenges because it lacks a discover feature or recommendation system. Many users can have trouble finding new creators to follow. And because users are unable to see an account's content until after they subscribe, it's challenging to convince a user to pay unless they already know the creator. So this catch-22 inhibits growth as it forces OnlyFans creators to rely on other social media sites, many of which are hostile to sex workers, to build their fan base and then direct it to their OnlyFans. If you're in the adult industry at all, you you know, like Instagram is one of the best places to promote whatever you're doing. But man, they are so hard on adult performers. And, you know, I won't get off topic with this, but just kind of touch on it and give you guys some insight. You hear it all the time, right? An adult actress will say, like my wife, for instance, uh, Ariana Marie. She keeps her Instagram super clean, super classy. But man, if she were to post, I don't know, a picture of herself in a thong and it was like the wrong angle or whatever, they will flag her and she could risk getting her account deleted. Now, if Kim Kardashian were to do the same thing or actually she can get on there naked and post something, they'll say, oh, well, that's art and no issue, right? Of course, it has a lot to do with getting verified on Instagram, which has been extremely challenging. I don't get it. Ariana is trademarked. I've sent the trademark. People know who she is. She's got over 800,000 followers. There's so many fake accounts, so many people getting ripped off from fake accounts. And no matter what, I have not been able to get her verified. So it's unfortunate, but here's what I've been told, okay? So if you Google Ariana Marie, if you Google your name, you're in the adult industry and, and mainly what comes up is adult content or adult websites, say Pornhub or whatever, that's what your name is associated with. Okay. You're kind of marked as could be a problem. You know, if you're Kim Kardashian, you Google Kim Kardashian, although yeah, okay. She did the sex tape. Most of what you see that comes up is not going to be adult oriented. So she's cool. So if you've done a lot of adult stuff, you're kind of flagged, high risk, Kim Kardashian, more mainstream, low risk. And so that's my understanding. So it's always evolving. I don't know. Anyways, you know, 
we're going to get into OnlyFans a lot. We're going to talk about other platforms. There are other platforms, of course. I think OnlyFans is the biggest one. And look, now is a great time to do it. We're still dealing with this whole coronavirus thing. Who knows how long it's going to last. And if it's something you're thinking about doing and you're not sure how to get started, you know, hit us up. You can go to Fame Undressed and that'll take you over to famebrandmanagement.com and, or Fame Models. It's what we do. We help our models get going. And you'd be surprised. You don't need lots of subscribers to make good money on OnlyFans. We have models with, we have models with like 500 subscribers on their OnlyFans that are grossing 30,000. They have like $30,000 a month accounts. And of course, you know, we have models that are making their accounts do 80,000 plus. And there's models out there that are doing 200,000. I was talking to someone the other day about, an Instagram model, and a lot of the girls that are making crazy money are, are Instagram models, not necessarily uh, adult film models. And this girl is making $400,000 a month. It's crazy. So anyways, we just scratched the surface with this, but I think it's a good start. Thank you for spending your time with me and we'll see you next time. As always, I want to thank my guests and fans for joining me. And please do me a favor. Tell all your cool friends and family about us. And be awesome by subscribing, rating, or reviewing the show on your favorite podcast app. I enjoy and encourage all your questions, helpful comments, and feedback. So reach out to me directly at fameundress.com. Thanks for listening, and stay famous. Stay famous.